This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. Ray, what's up? Hey, Doc, what's going on, man? I'm excited about today. Oh, man, I'm so excited because we have with us, look, Dame Dash is a true music mogul and he's a legend. He's the creator of Dame Dash Studios, which, by the way, you can check out at dame-studios.com. He's a music producer, executive producer, actor, screenwriter, director, and like I said, music mogul. But honestly, the details of what he's done are all too numerous to name. But let me just sum it up like this. Dame's an entrepreneur in every sense of the word, from starting Rockefeller Records back in the day to the incredible streaming services, business ventures, and uh, movies that he does today. He really exemplifies to me the epitome of hard work. So, uh, yeah, Ray, like I'm super excited to welcome Dame Dash to our show because he's also a really good friend. So Dame, welcome to the show. What's good? Dr. Conti, Ray, what's Gucci? <laughs> what's up, baby? Good to see you. Good to see you, DD. First, I, I want to say that I love, um, Dr. Conti's intro voice. I've never heard that voice. I love it. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> you might be maybe you could use me in something down the road for that i didn't know he did all that That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening well tell us what you're working on right now well in this very moment i'm directing this movie called the list um and it's our last day so we're all like tired i'm sick but you know i get a little break in between when they're breaking down the set and building it back up and i'm here you know but and, and also Today we launched Dame Dash Studios, a streaming service, as an app on um on um Amazon, as an Amazon app. So you get on the Fire Stick and all that. So you know, and then also we're promoting everything that we're selling. So as I'm directing it, everything that you see from the clothes to the flip flops to the socks to the liquor that you drink, I make the Dusko whiskey, I make the Poppington sweatsuits, I make the Dame Dash socks, the music that you make or that you hear. We got a studio set up. We were making the music, and in between the takes, because I got the camera set up, we're also shooting the videos. So I shot like five videos, all kind, you know, it just, wow. you know, all all this stuff. So it's a it's a lot, very layered. Mm. I, what, one of the things that hits me as soon as you start saying that is a the incredible amount of things you're doing, but also that you have the vision, like the complete vision to add in all those details. I know that didn't come to you overnight. How do you get to the spot where you're able to visualize and see that you need to add in all those details to what you do? Well, it's really the businesses. Like, you know, before I became a creative, I was a complete entrepreneur, a businessman. And my job was to monetize everything. And instead of just monetizing, I wanted to make it. I wanted to be the connect, you know, 
So I learned the music business early. I learned the fashion business early. I learned the movie business early. Now I'm learning the distribution of the movies by having a streaming service early. I just know how to do everything. So I noticed, and when, like, when I was selling Rockware, I did a license with um, like Batman, and Warner took me to the studio, and they showed me how they make their money. They make a movie, but really, you know, that's a commercial for all these other different ways to make money. So you got a video game, you got the merch, you got the toys, you know, you got all the, you got, you, you got, yeah. all, you got everything, you got the music. So really, you got to use one thing to promote eight other revenue streams. And if one doesn't work, you just look at it for marketing for the other. It's like the octopus. So, mm. you know, I'm nice doing a lot of things. I got good taste and I got the work ethic, you know, and, and that means, you know, something that might cost somebody, you know, a thousand dollars will cost me a hundred because I know how to do it. I know every single job on the set, you know what I'm saying? How much everything costs, you know, how much time it should take. You know what I mean? It's just, right. just from doing things over a long period of time. Dang. Listen, this Ray, let me, let me ask you something because I mean, I, I know we jump right into it about, you know, your entrepreneur spirit and everything, but, but take us back a little bit to what made, what made your mind, what, what age did you actually start to realize that, you know what, I think I'm going to go this direction with music, movies, just the entrepreneur role. Like, like what age did all of that start for our listeners? Well, the entrepreneur thing kind of happened when I was around 16, 15. And it really happened because I wanted to buy a car and my mother wouldn't buy it for me. So I hit the street to get it. You know, I just wanted to get it myself. But then I don't know if y'all saw the movie Paid in Full, you know, at like 19 or 18, maybe 17. You know, I saw somebody who I thought was the coolest get killed. I saw his brother get killed. I saw his friend killed him. And it really was like, this is not, there's no future in this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I kind of had those ideals that I had to, you know, when you survive on the street, you're cut from a certain kind of cloth. And it gives you kind of an advantage because, you you know, you have to be very aware of everything. And your senses are on 10. So it gives you a good taste level. But I also went to boarding school when I was young. So, you know, I was able to also see things from a different perspective. Like I saw other people live that didn't grow up in the jungle. So I knew it existed. So I, I wasn't ever scared of it. So, you know, and then also, you know, the work ethic, you know, you got to do things at a professional level. And in the streets, you got to do things at a professional level. You got, again, the, you know, the result of doing it wrong is death or jail. And a lot of people die and a lot of people go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, 95%. So, you know, that was, that experience made me want to, do something that was still swagged out, something that I enjoyed, something that didn't feel like work, but was actually work, but something that, you know, had longevity and that was fun. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, you know, I chose the music business. The opportunity presented itself. But when I got in the music business, I was like, this money's temporary. And, and the approach, like all the different people that are in it and the way they were monetizing it, I didn't see a future in it for me because I wasn't the artist. And I knew that once the artist got sick of you, you, are, you can't make no more money out from them. And once they get to a certain level, they're going to, you know, go with someone that has more experience no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that kind of thing. So I started to think, you know, I need businesses. I, I'd rather have more businesses, things that, you know, it's not dictated on the, an artist. It's dictated on the business, you know. But at the time, you know, like with the fashion and all this other stuff, other people were putting up the money. And I wasn't, again, I was like, I'm building up businesses. I own a percentage of it, but... It's not really my vision when someone else puts up the money. I can't really pass it to my kid because they still control the business. You know, they control when it gets sold. They can, you know, it's all of that. I didn't have the control I wanted. So then I was like, look, 
I did all these businesses. You know, I I I I, I done them well. I'm 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 young. I got money. I'm I'm gonna invest in myself. You know, I'm I, instead of investing in someone else in their point of view, I'm gonna put money up my own money and have enough confidence to put it into me. And I'm gonna just have to be that good. And I'm gonna do what I want to do. And if I mess it up, I can mess it up. But if I do well with it, there's a future in it, and I can pass it to my children. Because I needed, you know, I'm not worried about me. I'm not worried about making money. I can make money and, and pay my bills. I want my my son and my son's kids to have something, right. you know. And I think it's selfish for anyone that only cares about you know them as they're alive. I, I want my money to be so long that my kids can can, can can eat from it, and their kids can eat from it, and also leave businesses where they can generate and earn from it, and, and they can choose their struggle. So if they if they want to run a company, they could. If they want to pay someone to run a company, they could pay someone to run a company. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, you you do what uh, Ray always talks about is leaving a legacy, and you're you're all about that. Like you're creating that, and it's yeah. kind of beautiful to watch. Anybody that follows you and sees you on social media sees how much you involve your kids and what you're doing, and that's got to be a great feeling to be able to watch your children do do that stuff with you. Well, well I think I think was I think what's even better than that, uh, DD uh, Dane, is the decision that you say you made when you say I choose not to be involved in the streets, but I don't want that life, right? I, I think, you know, there's so many young men making that decision in today's time about going into gang life, about going into this whole different world, bro. And I, and I think by you seeing that and for you to, to pick yourself up and say, you know what, that's not what I'm going to do. That's a lesson within itself mm-hmm. that, that, that if young kids can hear someone <laughs> that, 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 that's a true entrepreneur like yourself that made it out, that made it out. I mean, you was around the same things. You've seen crime. You've seen drugs. You've seen murder. You've seen all of these things, but you made up your mind to say, I'm not doing that. And I think if the message to kids that I'm listening to that, that, that people say kids can't make it out. Yes, you can make it out. If you put up, put it to your mind to make it out, D, and that's, I think that's, I think that's, that's brave, my brother, and I, I really commend you for making that move. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Thank you. I mean, it just doesn't make logical sense to, you know, keep right. pursuing something that's temporary, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it's, it's like, you know, you know what, what's going to happen is death or jail. You, yeah. you can't beat it. Wow. You know? and, wow. There's other, wow. And, there's, and there's other options. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. with the internet and a direct to consumer yeah. relationship. You know? But it's it's huge. And, I, you know, I do a lot of work in the prisons. I do a lot of work with guys who are going to be getting out. And one of the things I talk about is how, uh, and you alluded to it earlier, which is there are entrepreneurial skills that people use on the streets. And a lot of times people just don't know how to channel it differently. Like you learned how to channel it differently so that you could do it and leave a good legacy and not be locked up behind bars. Yeah, I mean, it... it, it, it. It, it takes confidence to believe that you can do something like, and to leave something that, you know, you, you, you feel good at. A lot of people only think they could be good at that, but they don't understand if you're good at that, you'll be really good at a lot of things. Mm. You know what I'm wow. saying? And, 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 and the things that make you think you're the most secure with, you should be the most insecure about. So, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, all I know how to do is sell drugs. And that makes you feel security. No, you should know that at some point you're going to jail or you're going to get killed. You know, your lights can get turned off at any time. Mm. But it's just like having a job, you know, 
someone could turn your lights off. That's why it's always, to me, best to try to invest in yourself at some point. Even if you have a job, invest a little bit in yourself because at the end of the day, they could turn your lights out. It's too much control, too much power to give somebody, you know, for them to be able to control your life and, you know, the, 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 you know, making money to, to take care of your kids and your girl and your family. You know, that's why I just think it's important to know that all the stuff I do, I, I put my own money up. And when I put my own money up, I'm uncomfortable for a little while. I'm comfortable, but, you know, you got to work a little harder. Right. But yeah. that's, it. that's what it is, is. You know, with being an entrepreneur, it's nothing easy about it. Like right now, I'm doing everything, but I'm sick. I'm drinking. You know, I'm trying to get it together. You got to push through it. It's just like as a, as being a professional athlete or, you know, as a professional, having to show up when somebody needs you, whether you're tired or not, you got to push through it. And right. that's all part of leaving legacy. Working hard. You want to leave a legacy, it ain't going to be given to you. No, it's going to be given to you that you could pass to somebody. You got to work for anything that you could pass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love, I love listening to you because, and I want so many young people out there to be listening because I think there's a perception that so much is owed to young people these days. Whereas guys our age somehow along the way learned that you got to work. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, I think that's a unique perspective, but I don't think it should be a unique perspective because the bottom line at the end of the day, if you don't work, you don't, you, I like the way you phrase it, Dame. If you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah, period. Eat the food you kill. But, you know, again, it's just like if people could tell people and understand it, like just really just because of all the opportunity there is with the Internet and a direct to consumer relationship, it's almost impossible to say that you can't like generate income. You can always figure out how to sell something. It just takes work. Right. Period. And if you want to do anything at a professional level, that means you want to be better than everybody else in the world at it. That means you got to work harder and you got to do things that most people won't. You know, you just have to have that ability and understand it. And if they don't. All right. More food for me to eat. <laughs> Definitely stuff you relate to, Ray. Yeah, and and, and, then, and, then, and and then also, you can't care about perception. You can't care about what people think. You got to know. You know, wow. people will always try to make you not do what they're scared to do. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna upstage them. If you haven't done it, don't tell me about how I should do it or what I look like when I'm doing it or where I should put my money or I'm worry about yourself. And it's, it's sometimes because of social media and you know all the attention and bullshit. And all the insecure people that try to make their lives look better than they are, it'll push you in the wrong direction. You can't care about other people's opinion. If you got the right agenda and you got put your head down, you got to just keep it moving. And, you know, there's an opportunity within anything that looks like a loss. It's just you got to, it's your angle and your perspective. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But if you worry about what a bunch of lames are worried about, then you are lame. You know, you know, that's, that's where I think that's where me and you like really confirm, bro. Um, on just really understanding like like what's the motivation to keep going because you know then you know this man there's so many people in this world they want to see you fail they don't want to see you know you go on in life they don't want to see you achieve they don't want to see you make money they don't want to see they don't they just they just don't want to see it and and I, and I think you know when you think about the bullying aspects and all of these different phases of life that's starting to come in and show up more and more and when you see all these kids dropping out of school and just giving up total education and just going into these different worlds it's it's exact but most of the time they're being influenced that way but and, and most of the time it's people around them that i guarantee you convinces them to do it and they want to make sure that they don't succeed you know it's funny man because when i was younger i remember hanging around a crowd of people and it was interesting because everything that they try to get me to do it over it, it went against what my morals and what my 
integrity was about, like what my mom had installed in me. And I was always, I was always like, wow, why would you always try to get me to do this when you know that I'm, I should be doing that? And the moment I removed myself from that crowd is when I think, oh my gosh, 14, 15 years old, when life really picked up for me to when I kind of created that mind by what you're saying, bro, I got to eat. I got to eat. And the only way I'm coming out of this, if, if, if I do it, and if I don't do it, it ain't going to get done. Right. And, you know, being in the broken neighborhoods, being, uh, you know, mama struggling and, you know, the kids struggling and everything. I'm like, you know what? Nobody's going to bring us out of this. But my willingness to get my behind up every day and go do it day after day after day after day. But you got to have the right people around you. Yeah. Mm. We are talking to uh, the legend. Dame Dash, and, and, and it's beautiful doing it with the legend Ray Lewis. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back. We're going to talk more about how anyone out there can deal with the negativity that literally everybody's exposed to these days. We'll be right back. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Okay, we're back uh, with music mogul Dame Dash. And before the break, we were talking about dealing with some of the negativity. And I think this hits a lot of our listeners really hard. These days on social media, anybody can sign up with complete anonymity and say any kind of mean, harassing, whatever they want to say, whatever kind of garbage people want to throw at you, and they have no accountability for it. They just spit it out there. And for being in the public eye, as long as you've been in the public eye, let me ask you, Dame, how do you deal with that kind of stuff when people just fire out all this negativity at you? I could care less what a nerd thinks. If if if, if you have to be anonymous and voice your opinion through... You know what I mean? Like, why would yeah. I even care? He's a lame. I would never do that. I have way more shit to do than be like a cyber coward. You know what I'm saying? So why would I ever care about anyone lame enough to do that? I love that term, cyber coward. I love that term. <laughs> you're not even a coward in life. You're a coward in cyber. Like, you're. what does your life look like for me to listen to it or acknowledge you or care what you think? 500 million yeah. names will never equal one cool cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that. Hey, look, look, I, I believe, I'm, I, t- bro, I so believe that, man. I don't, I don't pay much attention to it at all. You know me, nobody, nobody affects my mood or motivation or anything. Bro, look, I'm, I'm going to switch it up for a minute, man. I want to go on a lighter note with you because I know you're a big sports fan. Tell me, Tell me about your Raiders, man. Tell me about your Raiders. What you okay. think your Raiders have the ability to do this year? 
I mean, you know, this is this is you know, it's new. You know what I mean? Being this, we haven't been this good in, in a decade, and it's a whole new crew, very young. I see a long term thing, and you know, I think this year is going to teach teach them a lot for the future. It looked like we super nice, you know. I don't know. The record reflects that. You know, we put that beating on Denver. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, sorry we did that to the Ravens. I'm, you know, we didn't mean to. We didn't want to do that, you know. But it happened. You know? <laughs> Casualty of war. You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> so again, I think at this point <laughs> we can't lose. We in the game. You know, I, I think we have we can evolve. But it's going to be exciting this year to see such a young team and and how they're going to like react to the opportunities that are going to present themselves. You know, we'll see what they're going to do today in New Mexico. And then also they're on their way to Vegas. So I'm going to be over there, you know? Nice. So, so, so let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. How long have you – how long – so so two-part question. How long have you been a Raiders fan? And then are you are you just an overall sports fan, period? Yeah, like like I like sports – like first of all, I've, I've liked the Raiders since like Lester Hayes and all that. Like I like okay, okay, okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Plunkett. I, I went through all of that, and you know Todd, Todd, uh, what's his name? The redhead joint, um, Miranda. That was his name. Yeah. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I went there for all you know, and I'm one of them guys that I'm sticking with my team whether they lose it or not. And I always thought the Raiders were the coolest, like you know, just the uniforms and the swag and all that. So and they was winning, so I stuck with them when they was winning. <laughs> So I'm sticking with it when they was losing. I played football. I was a running back and a linebacker. Like my whole life, I've been athletic. I played on a basketball team. I played lacrosse. You know, I box. I do all that. You know, I, you know, I used to box, but you know, that's what I still work out and do. But I, I love sports. You know what I mean? And I like basketball. But you know, I want, at the end of the day, that's my retirement plan: is to buy a bunch of teams and ride it out like that. So after I do this media thing and make the money from having networks and content and making movies. I'm gonna take and and then the fashion thing. Really, my thing is to have ten companies that can each generate, you know, ten million dollars, have a hundred million, go get a loan for a billion, and then go get a, go go build a stadium, and then go get me a football team, mm. and then just crazy fly on the field with the merch and that, you know what I mean? And, but still be mad smart. I probably win a bowl. Give me like five years. That's how <laughs> I want to ride it out. <laughs> I love it. We talked. We talked about this. We talked about. Yeah. <laughs> we talked yeah, like about you, this when I was at your crib. You, you do the same thing. You did too. I, I'm did. Dame. I, I promise you, bro. I'm uh, ownership for me is something that is. It's always been on my radar, um, and uh, we'll talk some more about it because there's some it's some stuff that came up, man. But uh, it's just one of those things, right? It's embedded in me. Um, it's, Logically. It's, it's, yeah, that's all it is, bro. Mm-hmm. It's straight. It's, it's straight logistics, man. And uh, and and you put the right people together. You put the right team together, and anything is possible. It, definitely in today's time, you know. So I mean, you, so you look, bro. Look I would love not to cut you up, but you got to look at the no, guys please. who've done it. They're not better than than you. You know what I mean? It's like if he could do it, I could do it. Most of the people now got to give it right. to him. Uh, so I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Somebody gave yeah. you that. I, yeah. I, I let me know how to yeah. take it from you. If you don't know how to earn it, I'm gonna know how to take yeah. it from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, what uh, what year? What position? I mean, I mean, what year did you play linebacker? When I, when I was in high school, I went to uh, Kent. I went to boarding school. I put myself in boarding school. After paying in full, I put myself in boarding school. I was like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I played football. But my whole life, I played football since I was eight yeah. years old. So I, I yeah. went up to high school. You know, I could. I think I could have went to college, but you know, I got I got kind of pulled into the game. My mom's died. I was ready to jump into like life, you know what I mean. I, I didn't. I knew I couldn't be a professional at it, 
Mm-hmm. And then also there's a lot of exposure with being a professional athlete. You could get hurt. You know what I mean? And you never know. And it, it, it also seems like unless you're smart enough, because see, the thing about football is it's a very intelligent sport. I think people underestimate how much I got to study. It's like going to school all the time and knowing all those plays. It's a very sophisticated thing. So most people, you know, if they're savvy enough to invest in their future, they'll be all right. They'll know how to leverage their celebrity moving forward, you know, when their body can't do the things, you know, at 35 or 40. Because you're still young at 40. You're still crispy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So back then I was like, I think I'm, I'm going to try to go sell some music, you know, because I, I ain't going to hurt myself. And I don't know if I had the discipline. And, you know, even in managing boxers, you can invest a lot of money in a boxer in one fight and you start from scratch. You know what I mean? It takes mm-hmm. five years to get them to the chip or even almost to the chip. And as soon as they lose, your money's gone and they could go to another, you know what right. I mean? So sports was always a, a very high risk thing for me, just like just like hustling. That's why I, I commend to, to, to be able to win it and get through it and still be there. Like that don't happen all the time. You know what right. I mean? It, sometimes it happens. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things that don't happen. Like you're a success story in that respect. Right. Just in that yeah. the after yeah. you know what I mean? Like you should look at a professional success based on how they do it after they playing and see how many people make that team. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. You know what, bro, before we get or let you go, man, it's something that it's a nugget. It's a nugget that I think you just said that I wanna give people and athletes and people who are playing sports and maybe you're not the best player maybe you're not the top tier player you gotta have an exit strategy you you must have a plan b and that's what you just explained to me you had a plan b you looked at sports and said you know what this is high risk and i don't know if i'm that good to keep this up to play that way so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play up until high school, and after that, I'm going to let this go, and I'm going to do something else, right? Because that's the decision. That's the decision, Dane, that that a lot of these kids are getting caught in, right? Because a lot of them aren't as good, and but they forget school. They forget education. They forget plan B. They forget plan C. They forget plan D. And, and, and instead of them figuring it out, saying, okay, maybe I'm not. And so let me go down another road. Let me make sure I graduate. Let me make sure I go to college. Let me make sure I go get get a quality job. Let me make sure that I expand into the things that I really want to do with my life so that I don't put all my eggs in one basket. And I think that's, you know, just listening to you today, you you said that in many ways, that Mm -hmm. you never put all your eggs in one basket. You always had an imagination on what other things look like. And you've always said, and, and this is something that people must hear, you've always said nobody's going to do it but yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to go get it done. And, and, and brother, I'm telling you, I, I, uh, I really, 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 from the day you welcome me into your home, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate the connection we had right now um, and just the things that you've given us today, man. I think a bunch of people, a bunch of kids, um, can, but just a bunch of people in period, adults, can really be inspired by you starting at such a young age at 16 years old and taking your entrepreneur spirit spirit and then taking the time out with us for a quick 30 minutes while you're shooting on set i think that's valuable mm-hmm. for people to understand that you ain't just sitting around saying hey let me get off the couch and let me do y'all podcast you're saying hey brothers i'm doing this i'm taking a break i'm shooting a movie but i'm gonna give y'all time because it's out of mutual respect brother i really appreciate you i applaud everything you're doing and uh Great success, and may God continue to bless you. 
Yeah, man, I just want to piggyback off that and say one more thing before you leave, Dave, and that's, uh, Dame, and that's this. When, when, uh, Ray just said about that plan B, C, D, E, and that's what I've known you since the whole time we've, we've, we've been friends. Like you've talked about that. And that's something I just, Ray and I are just going to continue to emphasize on your behalf is that people need to go out there and understand that it can't just be one path. It's got to be many paths. And before you leave, I got to get a plug in for your, uh, your clothing line at poppington.com because uh, when I was staying at your house and you gave me that uh, a couple shirts, you know, I wore one of those shirts to present at an international conference on anger management, hoping to make you proud on that one. I got to get some clips of that. I'm going to use that as a commercial right there. Definitely. But I'll plug my own, but I got it. We got poppington.com for the clothes. Dame Dash Studios, if you want to watch the um, um, movies or anything else, Dame Dash, you can do Dame Dash Radio. We got, um, what else we got? This is the, the movie is the list. It's starting um, Columbus Short, Brian White, Claudia Jordan. I'm in it. It's, it's, it's shocking. I got this other movie, uh, Too Honorable, coming out. And um, as theatrical, so, you know, I'm, I'm on my directorial stuff. We just got picked up for the, uh, for the, um, for Amazon app, you know, and, and then also we have Culture Vultures, the book coming out. My my girl Raquel, and also you can't do none of this stuff without a good woman. You gotta have a good woman. A hundred, hundred percent, And then also Dusko Whiskey. I just sold out, and I just got my new bottle, so I'm gonna be back in. The work will be on the street, but Dusko Whiskey and Dusko Blue White Which Wine, is delicious. What you thank you, and you can get that in New York, or you know, it'll be available other places as well. So I tried to plug as everything as I could, as much as I could, and blue rock music and all that. So that, that's everything in one walk. Thank you so yeah, much, I Dame. It. I love it. I love right, it. Man. Thanks, Dame. Appreciate you, brother. My man. Thank you. We'll be right back after this. Okay, we're back. Man, that was an awesome, awesome experience to be able to talk to Dame like that, Ray. Man, listen, I, I think, man, when I went out to his home, man, and, you know, we sat there for a while, man, and just listened to all the things that, he had his hands in and had done over so many years, man. Look, man, I, 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 and then, and then, you know, all of it always wasn't good either, right? So to, to see someone, you know, go through things, battle themselves back and just keep on fighting, man, I think, I think that's, that's the spirit of life. Like mm-hmm. that's the spirit of, of picking yourself up and saying, you know what, no matter what, I, I must keep going. And, and, and there was one message that I got out of it today is, you know, have your hand in many bowls. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 limit yourself, right? And because there's the sky's the limit, and just make sure you're around the right people when you're when you're doing that. Because he said it best, man. There are so many, you know, cyber champions right now, right? They can, you know. And I was talking. What do you say, cyber coward, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cyber cowards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good, man. Because when you think about kind of what he was saying you know people nowadays you know before on social media the first thing they do is you may say something you may post something and the first thing they do is they try to correct you but people forget you must correct yourself first before you can ever correct anybody else Mm -hmm. but 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 see the correction of oneself it's never and it's never at the forefront of their lives. It's always, oh, how can I react to somebody else and how can I follow somebody else? You know, mm-hmm. and, and so yeah, man, I, um, I I really was excited to hear a bunch of his principles and things about how he, how he did his thing. Well, I've seen, uh, you know, what a couple of things from what you just said. First, 
it really it's very interesting to me when people are upset with people for what I would call sinning differently than they do. In other words, like, hey, uh, I didn't do that, so I can be really judgmental. But it's not like there's anybody out there that isn't doing something that's messing up. It's not like there's out there anybody that's that's perfect. So we're all we all make mistakes. And to watch the judgment in people's eyes, it's an interesting, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. People don't really want to take a look at themselves, like you said. Um, but the other piece I really want to hit on is something that a young person came to me with the other day. And that was a young person dealing with uh, an anonymous bully, really an anonymous person online saying things. And, and since the person was so young, she was really taking it to heart. So I think it's great to hear anytime you say it. And it was great to hear Dame say it today, too, which is I'm not paying attention to people that don't even have, you know, I liked his phrase, cyber coward. And I hope that empowers young people that feel like they're getting bullied online to hear it's a cyber coward. They're not even uh, able to own up to even putting their name to what they're saying. Man, look, that's uh, you know what? That's the thing that that's the biggest challenge that. You know, I, I want people to not just learn from Dane, but learn from myself, learn from you and learn even why we even started, you know, this podcast, man, to to really tell people you control you. You control 100 percent of your emotions. You control 100 percent of your fight, 100 percent of your drive, 100 percent, 100 percent of your destiny and your legacy. You control that. And, 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 and when you have someone that's around you that wants to bully you, that want to comment off everything you say, want to do this, man, look, it's, it's many ways to handle people like that, right? Mm-hmm. You go tell, you go tell somebody, you get somebody, you know, that, that, that you know will walk up to that bully or find that bully and tell that bully that, that bullying, the day stops now, right? Or, or you, or you go into a different direction. You report that person to the police. You do whatever you need to do, but you must empower yourself. And not let people just bully you, man. Mm-hmm. Become your own individual. Stand on your own two feet. And I'm telling you, not to go on a deep, deep dive with it, but I you know, I tell people all the time, if you've ever read my story or know my story, you know, that's what inspired me. What inspired me was I never ever wanted to be looked down upon to have a man ever put his hands on my mom mm. and mm. that right there that's bullying within itself yes and, and and you talk about all the motivation i ever needed in life man i ain't need no more motivation in life outside and it's still to this day mm-hmm. still to this day my greatest motivation in life every time i went in the weight room every time that i trained i always the game was easy because the game was easy to think about but when you think about when pain really got hard why i pushed through because I want to make sure mama always smile. So whatever the motivation is, if you have to find it through different ways to find it, then you have to find it different ways. And 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 that was one of my ways. But I encourage people to find the motivation to keep going. Well, what you just said is something that can really resonate deeply with a lot of people. And that is you found a way to find meaning. And I think that's such, I love, I love because you always give like practical, like, all right. And you said this to me before we even started this show, like what we wanted to do that was going to be different, like give people something they could walk away from this show with. And I think that you just did that right there with, if you're out there and you are getting bullied, the action plan is, is to take, 
take it and do something about it. Tell somebody about it and also turn it into your own fuel. Like recognize that it's a part of your story and every adventure story is going to have obstacles. And yes, this is an obstacle and yes, this is a difficult obstacle, but also yes, you can overcome it. And when you have somebody like you, Ray, who's done so much to overcome, I think that's the inspiration that people can see and use for their own story. You know what, Doc? Um, you know, I always try to leave people with a real nugget um, before we get out of here. And you know, we're in a different we we are in a different time right now, and everybody wants to be right, but nobody wants to grind. Mm. Everybody wants to make money, but nobody wants to leave a legacy. Mm. Everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to really go to heaven. Hmm. Because to really understand what life is about, it's not the knockdown. It's to get back up. Hmm. It's not the, it's not the thing that, that we're looking for in people for them to empower us. Trick yourself and empower yourself. That's what life's about. Mm -hmm. And then when you when you get to that peak, look back down that peak and see the trailblazer path that you laid and pay attention to how many people are following you (laughs) and make sure your message gives them life over death. Mm. Yeah, I I, Mm. I think that's that's where we are, man. Yeah, powerful. There's so much that I, 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 when I hear what you just said right there, there's so much that makes me want to just reach into the hearts of our listeners and have them actually feel it. And, 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 and I hope they do because it's really, really powerful stuff. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I, this is what life's about. This is why we chose to tackle life. It's why we chose to do what we're doing. Yeah, that's it, man. So, man, look, I, I, I tell you, man, I cannot, you know, we, we, we all go through things. You know, we all sometimes speak things. Maybe we speak too fast. Maybe we speak off emotions. Maybe we hurt someone's feelings. You know, I always tell you, man, and that's one thing about me. If I, if I wrong somebody, then I'm man enough to say I wrong you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because it ain't personal. Right. You know, and if you, and if you take it personal, then you ain't never like me in the first place. So, right. and I, and I'm fine with that. But if you don't take it personal and, and if you accept you know, the words that coming out of my mouth and out of people's mouths of, you know, making making your mistake right. Making your mistake right. That's one thing I've done my my whole life. Like I've always made my mistake right. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 now, you know, the, the, the glory in that is you see men call you one day and say, man, I did exactly what you said I did. And now. Me and this person talking again. <laughs> this this guy, I won't use names. This guy, he's dating this young lady, man, and we was all out together. And the young lady father did not want to speak to him because, you know, he was he was a racist. You know, he 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 didn't yeah. like black people. Yeah. And you know, this was a black guy dating a white woman, and he would never speak to him, and this and that. And man, we found ourselves getting around each other. And I, 
basically gave him the confidence to be bold enough to don't wait for him to do it. You go do it. Mm. You break the barrier. Extend your hand. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and look at him and say, I'm a man just like you. And your daughter chose me. So mm. like it or love it, but I wanted to show you respect enough because I am now taking care of your daughter. Mm. I think you should at least show me that much respect. Wow. And But what happens is at the end of the night, at the end of the night, Doc, guess what? He finally came over and, and, the, and the father came over and extended his hand. And they made up for the first time. Wow. Yeah, man. That's, yeah, that that comes you, back to yeah. that. Anger will never be overcome by anger, but by love alone. Yep. That's and it. Hatred, same thing. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's so, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Hey, on a lighter note, I got to tell you this, Ray. When I, uh, my wife came home today, she looked at me and she said, uh, what? She's like, what happened to my husband? You look good today. What, what? I just came home. You've been home all day. How you look stylish. And I said, I just got my stuff from my five, four club. <laughs> She's like, what happened? You didn't leave the house, but somehow you look stylish. <laughs> I walked, I, I walked in, I walked in today and I, as soon as I walked in, the door, I had a bunch of boxes sitting by the front and I was like, wait a minute. What is this? What is this? And I walked in and it was my five four club stuff. So I was like, okay, okay. They came up. I love it. I love it. Oh yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's so comfortable, man. You know, I'm a hoodie guy and my, it's unbelievably comfortable. And the great yeah, thing really- is, you know, our listeners, they can sign up at five four club dot com and, and they can create a profile based on their style and preferences. And, uh, for only 60 bucks a month, they get to become a member. And they're, what they'll do is they, they're going to get free delivery, free size exchanges, 50% all uh, items in their e-store and their how to wear suggestions, which I definitely need and use today. And listen, I got some compliments from my wife, so it must be working. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I love you to death, man. <laughs> I got no, this button-down shirt, and it looks so good. And my wife said, will you please wear this on Thanksgiving? And I said, can I wear a hoodie over top of it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, if people only knew. If people only knew. So it's 54club.com and use the code LIFE at checkout for 40% off and a free pair of shades with their order. You know what I was going to say? I don't want to forget to tell our listeners um, that uh, we want to kind of we throw this contest out here and just really kind of have you see the clothes that motivate you. So if you go on Twitter or Instagram and you post a picture of yourself wearing your 5-4 Club outfit or any outfit to motivate you and you use the hashtag Dress for Life and uh, we're going to pick our favorite post and we'll send you a little something extra so that's hashtag d-r-e-s-s the number four and life dress for life and ray and i'll pick the best dress post to win something extra to keep them motivated hey man great show today man great show i appreciate you brother definitely i appreciate you yeah 
Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life Podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. From there, you'll find links to our pages on iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get to all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. There are also links to the Tackling Life Facebook and Twitter pages where you can become a part of the Tackling Life community and give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. And please help spread the word and bring in new listeners by giving us a rating and a review on our iTunes page. Until next time, for Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.